0: Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Matt Morris. Matt Morris is a digitalization and cybersecurity executive and author. Matt is currently the managing director for 1898 & Co. Security, where he leads a diverse team of ICS cybersecurity practitioners. His mission is to serve humanity by improving safety, security, and reliability of the world's critical infrastructure through resiliency, improved situational awareness, and preparedness. Matt is a highly sought-after speaker on ICS cybersecurity and an accomplished author. He has been published in Security Week, USA Today, Fox News, International Business Times, CIO Insights, CIO Review, and many other notable publications. Matt is a certified CISO, holds 12 DHS ICS certifications, and an MBA degree from Emory Goizuda Business School. Well, good afternoon, Matt. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be on here.
0: Absolutely, Matt, and I'm just as excited to have you. Uh, this is amazing, and we're going to talk a little bit about cybersecurity and your background today. So jumping into the questions, Matt, you've got quite the career in technology, cybersecurity, as a leader and now the managing director for 1898 and co-security. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you?
1: I have to say that I've been quite thankful for the career that I've been fortunate enough to to develop and, and really realize I've always been really close to technology, whether that's on the software side, the network side, or even the control systems side of technology. So at my core I'd say that I'm 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 definitely a, a technologist with a just a, a passion for technology and, and innovation. On the other hand, I also have a love for business and strategy. <laughs> so you know, finding a path for me, finding a path that would really cater to both is is something that is really a, a you know a dream come true. And and when you factor in kind of the altruistic side of what we do, you know, like for, from a 1898 and Co. security perspective, we have a mission statement that talks about serving humanity and protecting the world's uh, critical infrastructure, you know, how many people really, really get to say that they do that on a day-to-day basis, you know, so, so there, there's that side of it, that we know that we're making the world a better place, that we're truly protecting to some extent humanity. You know? And I think that that's something I'm very, very passionate about. So it, it, I I, I will say this. It's very easy for me to get up in the morning and and, and go to work because it's something I love to do. And it, it really doesn't even feel like work to me at all.
0: That's awesome. And, you know, again, that sentiment shared throughout a lot of the guests on the show. And the reason I really think their success, I know their success is because it's something that they truly believe in. They're truly passionate about, and you're right. It's not work. So that's awesome. Matt, let's talk about the pandemic, right? We don't know where this is headed. It's, it has lifted in some places has kind of, you know, people are starting to be a little bit of being cautious, but what's your plans for business growth going forward? Will it be any different than the lockdown?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's interesting we have i've had a lot of meetings recently with the leadership of our company and and you know just talking about the different trends that that are that are really happening out there and you know one thing that's really clear is the pandemic has absolutely impacted the workforce in a really dynamic way. And for obvious reasons, right? I mean, you know, it's pretty hard to find someone who wasn't affected, didn't have either a colleague or a friend or a family member that, that, that might've been lost or at least, you know, got pretty seriously sick. And so uh, I think that's caused a lot of people to reevaluate a lot of aspects, uh, certainly around work-life balance and you know whether or not they want to go into an office, let's say, uh, you know, five days a week, eight hours a day, whatever, or do they want to spend, you know, be closer to home, see their loved ones a bit more? So I, I think you know that there's a lot of that going on on that side of the pandemic. I would say you know really it had a profound impact, and you know in some ways I I would, I tend to think that some of those changes that were they were kind of already out there and, and were already starting to happen. I, I just think the pandemic. Really put an emphasis on it and really made it happen, perhaps in a really short time frame. Maybe more than than a lot of people would have would have expected. Coming back to what I do on the cybersecurity end, let's say the pandemic end, I'd say, and the workforce side, very profound changes on the operational technology cybersecurity side of the equation, which is what I focus on on a day to day basis. In some ways, it's uh, much ado about nothing. Uh, and, and what and all I mean by that is, is, you know, ever since for, for really the last decade, there's been increasing attacks, cybersecurity attacks. There's been increasing impacts and consequences of those attacks. From that sense, nothing has changed. Right. We've seen a lot more attacks. We've seen solar winds that's been out in the news, at least that a lot of people would would know and have seen and heard about. Uh, but there was st- there was a sorry, there was solar winds, but then there was. Another attack, probably a little bit lesser known, called Oldsmar Water Facility that was around the time of the Super Bowl this, this past year. And then we had colonial pipelines, which I know impacted me personally. I had to go pay, you know, nearly five dollars for gas and a lot of places didn't even have gas. And then you had JBS meat. So, uh, you know, you have had these escalations of, of ransomware attacks. And as what, you know, frequently what happens is exactly what has happened in this case, where the adversaries that are out there saw what's going on with COVID, saw that, you know, realized that there's a huge influx of people working from home. They saw that as an opportunity to try to to perpetuate different attacks, whether it was remote access sort of attack or email phishing, ransomware, malware, whatever. So, so on the one hand, things changed profoundly. On the other hand, they're kind of a lot of the same sort of thing that we've seen for a long time. But I, I can tell you from our perspective, just from a business, you know, I guess maybe the, the core of your question about business growth and what's different. You know, what we're seeing is uh, there, there has definitely been an increase in our clients implementing technology and automation into their environment. That's been, again, that's been happening for a while. But again, because of COVID, it's, it's stepped up quite a bit. Uh, so it really depends on, you know, what sector we're talking about, what the specific client is, but I, I would say within their environments from a cybersecurity perspective and from a broader IT digitalization perspective, depending on who we're talking about, uh, you know, some of the work, for, some of the groups that we work with are flat. Some of them are actually declining, believe it or not, because they're employing more automation and technology to cover for, for more and do more with less. And some of them are slightly increasing, but I can say from our perspective, what we're being asked to do more than really we have uh, in, in the past, although we've had growth, is that we are being asked more and more to be kind of that trusted advisor to to handle all these aspects of technology automation and all the disruption that's happening within that environment. And what that's translated to us, that uh, we've done some of our early business planning for next year. I mean, conservatively, Looking at it, we expect to to double in size next year, and I mean it's it's definitely not out of the question that we we could even be talking about you know tripling in size next year. So, you know, last year again, you know, we you know one of the things that's I guess we're fortunate with is in the in the, in the line of business that we're in, we tend to hold up well during you know difficult kind of market transitions. But coming out of the pandemic, we see extreme growth.
0: Great. No, I appreciate that. That's exciting to hear. And you know, we've had all kinds of stories and challenges for businesses, regardless of the business, but especially in cybersecurity. And we've seen that the uptick during the pandemic. And then of course, uh, we see continued growth. So that's exciting to hear. So Matt, we're going to switch gears here a little bit and kind of switching and winding this down here. Could you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either tech or cybersecurity?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I I guess the first thing that I would say, you know, you hear you hear people suggesting different things depending on who you talk to. First thing I would say is that um despite what anyone might have heard from others that, you know, the the path in terms of career growth is never straight. <laughs> right? It, it it's usually a, a quite winding road and even if you take a few good steps, uh many times there there's there's some sort of a setback or a parallel shift. But that being said, you know, one of the things I'm really passionate about, and I, I, I probably touched on it a little bit in the first question to some extent, is a lot of people think of cybersecurity as being technical, right? And, and it is. It, that, that is true. But the guidance I, I would really give anyone who's looking at, you know, coming along if, if they're looking at cybersecurity or they're looking at it really anything in this space, what I would say is, I'm a big proponent for differentiation, right? Uh, and being, being different from the person sitting right beside you. And one of the best ways to do that is to not just be technical, right? There's a lot of people that get into cybersecurity from a technical perspective. If you were to rate them, they're they're off the charts. But some of those same people... Uh, in some cases, couldn't tell you really just basic aspects of of, of a business, and um, I think where where things really get special and, and where you can really differentiate yourself as as someone coming along because knowledge is is definitely power is to exercise both sides of your brain, right? Really, really go get you know if you're looking at curriculum, if you're looking at programs, look at programs where you can get in to get the technical side of things, but you also get a healthy dose of the business side of things, because I think it allows you to see problems, issues differently. You know, it's almost like you get another type of glasses on that nobody else can see. And likewise, it allows you to find solutions that a lot of other people couldn't find. And that makes you special. It makes you differentiated within the workforce. So that would probably be my guidance is, is to make sure you're exercising both sides.
0: I love that. And, you know, again, everybody's unique. Everybody's got a unique story. But what's great, Matt, is we're taking someone like yourself that's got a plethora of experience and tenure within your industry and within tech and cybersecurity, being able to give back. And that's what we do here at Corazon. We like to give back and mentor others that are new in this career or making that transition, right? So we certainly appreciate your input. Matt, I just want to let you know it was a pleasure having you on today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. Hope you have a good rest of the day. Bye for
0: now.